Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. We're live, and we're really glad to be with you, and we're a little later than usual. And we may move to this time permanently because, excuse me, I think it's uh, convenient for the majority of people across the country in the different time zones. Um, before we get started, I really think there's going to be a grid down. In fact, Doug and I, Doug's back from Peru, Doug Thornton, my broadcast partner on the Intel report, and he's back from Peru, and um, he and I are talking about the fact that, hey, grid down's coming, folks. I mean, the FBI is saying we got 80,000 estimated terrorists in America. Grid down is coming. So I want to show you this. Everyone in my family has one of these. This is the fighter flare flashlights, military grade. 800 lumens, shines 500 meters, strobe light for emergency. You also get this. I'm not going to show you the light here. It's too bright. You get this. This cuts rope. It breaks glass. It's solar powered, so you never need to worry about batteries, and you can charge your electrical devices. This is absolutely a fantastic device. Good savings. Coupon code is Black Friday. The link will be put into the description box. You really need this for the grid down. And like I said, every member of my family has it. We carry it within our cars and bring it in. Serious. Fighter Flare flashlight, fighterflare.com. Um, we have multiple fronts that we are uh, going to go into here. And um, and God bless all of you for coming. I'm serious. I want to clean up an old item from last night. I I went after Nikki Haley pretty hard, and it was well-deserved. And it's not even personal. She just cannot be a president of the United States because she's owned by the defense industry, and so is her husband. Um, found out today that Nikki Haley is a young global leader member of the World Economic Forum. Okay, so just putting um, a ribbon on that particular report, I mean, this is persona non grata, but she is the choice of the elite. Make no mistake about it. All right, something that I don't have a lot of info on, and I'm putting this out on hoping I'll get more feedback from you people. There's all kinds of rumors about this, and I'm not going to chase the rumor trail without some facts. But what I am getting and some of it's from reliable doctors I've interacted with, there is a new pathogen on the loose. And they said it's much, much worse than COVID. Um, And it's more uh, upper respiratory, can affect the heart. So I I look at this and I'm just saying, uh, wow, we are really up against it. Um, 
And I know this is going to start a lot of speculation and we'll go down the conspiracy trail. I don't have the information to support that, but I'm just telling you, it sure is bizarre as we come up on another election that we have another potential pathogen. But I'm putting this out in the hopes of getting more information, shining the light on it, if it exists at all, and then trying to get some facts and then talk about how we can best protect ourselves. This is just FYI. Um, The FCC seized control of the Internet today. Uh, They please their master Biden. And it's yet to be seen what's going to be done. But let me just share with you terminology I heard. It's going to shore up how they allocate infrastructure. And they want to use diversity, inclusion, and equity. Excuse me, color me confused. Because what the hell does equity, inclusion, or anything else have to do with the Internet? You bring it to all people. There's your inclusion, diversity, and equity. But they're complaining. Uh, Brendan Carr, the director, is saying this is a problem because people are going to be treated unequally. And I'm not sure what that means yet. We're going to have to watch this. But I'll tell you what I am sure of. It says, I reported on one night on Biden's proposals for the Internet and then how he's going to give way to the U.N. We talked about that the very next night. And now we have the FCC saying, Things like account termination will be detailed. Account termination. So people like me exercising politically protected free speech. You people making your comments, politically protected First Amendment free speech, are risking having your Internet accounts terminated. And I know for some people that live rural, this is how you bank. This is really serious. And it says right there, account termination. I read the proposal today that they passed. I believe it was three votes to two. So I'm looking at this and I'm just saying, this is probably the end of the Internet as we know it. Now, I'm still waiting on Chris Kitsy to get back to me. Um, Good friend of mine, but he's busier than anybody else I know. But he's talking about new Internet, but he goes, we're not quite ready to really unveil everything i said can i mention it goes yeah you can mention it and ladies and gentlemen i have no idea what this is going to mean i I truly don't um i will tell you this that uh, elon musk is putting satellites up in space and my military people are telling me this is military stuff and they said the weapons are frightening and i'm waiting for a report we'll come back to that I I can bet you a dollar to a donut, it's going to be, um, it's no question there's going to be lasers involved. Um, I would say if the U.S. controls it and we had representative government, this would be a good thing. But with the people running our government, who would they use any potential weaponry in space against? Oh, anyone who disagrees with them, maybe? Okay, and now let's get down to the IRS. Um, We have a lot to worry about with the IRS. You thought we had a problem with Lois Lerner when she weaponized audits against Tea Party members and so forth. Well, it's going to get a lot, lot worse. Uh, The uh, American uh, Foundation for Accountability, they uh, are being pursued by the IRS because you know what they do for a living? They review candidates and their history. (laughs) Is that something like the criminal Democrats want to have done or even criminal Republicans, uniparty members? 
And so the IRS has been set loose on them. And now they have 87,000 armed <laughs> armed agents to come after us. And that's on top of a tax increase that this country can't afford. We're brokered than a joke. And that leads me into a news item here. And I talked about this earlier today. The um, A poll said, ask people, Democrat and Republican, independents, are you better off uh, under Biden than you were under Trump? 86% said they were worse off. Well, I'll tell you this. If we get Nikki Haley, we'll be worse off than we are under Biden. Trust me. She is a nightmare on wheels because she has a brain and she can think. Um, interesting development out of the media that I wanted to cover with you. <laughs> My nearest market for media is Phoenix, and I'm about a half hour north of the farthest northwesterly suburb, about an hour and 20 minutes travel time to downtown Phoenix. So I'm still rural. They're trying to catch up to me out there, but um, we're managing to maintain rural, no street lights and stuff. We love it. But KTR Radio, and um, I saw this today. It was on my email. They're the major news outlet for uh, Arizona. The New York Times and the Washington Post have all come out with news items and it's like they're taking their talking points all at the same time. And Tucker used to do a really good job of that. You remember his reports? He'd go from network to network to network and they'd always have the same catchphrase. Well, we're getting it now. We expect trouble in the 2024 election because of misinformation. Okay, so what is that misinformation? Uh, uh, and, and I wrote from a separate email, so no one would recognize me. And I wrote to someone at KTR, and I said, I'm a little confused by your outlet on your newsletter. What's misinformation? Oh, that people don't trust the elections? And and uh, I wrote back, and I said, you mean like 60% of the voting machines that broke down in Maricopa County on Election Day in heavy Republican districts? Would it be that kind of misinformation? I didn't get an answer. So let me answer my own question here. The answer is yes. And people in San Antonio suffered something similar. Now, this isn't necessarily conspiratorial. It's either conspiracy and fraud or it's gross negligence and incompetence. I'll let you be the choice. In San Antonio, a judge recently ruled. He said, oh, the conduct of the city of San Antonio in an election related to the selection of judges was horrible. They ran out of ballot paper. And then when people went to other centers, they were told, you already voted. Oh, we've heard this one in Phoenix, yeah, Maricopa County. And the judge said, this was despicable. You weren't prepared. You ran an ill-gotten election. Uh, this is terrible. Hooray for the judge. And then he slammed the gavel down and he said, case dismissed. Why? Because we can't prove that it would have made a difference in the election. The, the people filing the lawsuit made a pretty convincing case that the number of people disenfranchised far exceeded the vote margin. Um, doesn't have to mean it's a conspiracy, folks. Because it's misinformation to talk about ever having election fraud, although there was a case in Connecticut 
three weeks ago I reported on where a judge reordered an election because of fraud that was proven in a court of law, the first one of its type in America. And then we go to Cary Lake in Arizona, but specifically Maricopa County. Now, she alleged fraud, but she also alleged the voting machines didn't work. 60%, actually it was 59.8. 59.8 of the voting machines in Republican areas in Maricopa County, where they had a majority of Republican registered voters, failed upon opening. It's estimated that 150 to 300,000 people were disenfranchised. They had to go to work. They'd go to a second center. They were told, no, you can't vote. You've already voted. And it's true. They had already registered, but they didn't get to vote. And Katie Hobbs defeated Kerry Lake by 17,000 votes. Did you just hear the numeral? And the judge there said the same thing. Uh, Yeah, there's problems in the elections. We can't deny that. That's proven in a court of law. They've admitted to it. But you want to hear what their excuse was? Well, we used a wrong kind of ballot paper given to us by Runbeck. Well, wait a minute. Then why didn't the predominant Democrat districts have the same problem? Are we supposed to believe they used different election paper, different paper for ballots, one for the primary Democrat districts, another one that failed for the Republican districts? I mean, the excuse that Maricopa County Board of Supervisors came up with doesn't even hold water. I don't think a fifth grader would believe this BS. They're grossly incompetent. And by the way, state law, and same thing in San Antonio, requires a testing of the machines prior to the election, 24 hours. You do it. And this is going to continue across the country. Even when people come in, and you don't have to even prove fraud, although they did in Connecticut, but in the case of Maricopa County and in the case of San Antonio, you don't have to prove fraud. You just go in and say, the election was broken. We deserve to have another election. There are no warranties for election. Have you learned that? You get what you get and don't pitch a fit. That's what they're telling us. We don't give a shit. Excuse my French, but it's true. That's what they're saying to us. We don't give a shit whether the election was adequate, whether it was competently run, or even fraud. Because if we find some fraud, like we did in San Antonio, we'll just say, hey, it wasn't enough to turn it over. I'm not even looking at the fraud. I don't care about the fraud. For this report, when the election doesn't work, and you have untold numbers of people disenfranchised, you do it over. Oh, but there is a solution. The Dave Hodges solution. How about paper ballots? Oh, no, we can't do that. The Republicans even voted, well, let me put the GOP uniparty members in Arizona voted against that. They had it as a legislative item, and they said, we will hand count the machine count to verify the results. Sounds reasonable to me. What's wrong? You're you're taught in first grade to check your math when you're done, right? Go back and prove it. We teach kids how to prove their work. Well, I guess we don't have to prove elections because the uniparty Republicans turned it down. Said, no, no, that'll take too much time. And I wrote to each one of them. I never got an answer. I said, 
can you please tell me what you did before you took on voting machines? Oh, that's right. We counted them by hand. And maybe the election results didn't come out to the next afternoon. Oh, We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here. And we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com. And what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground. And you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold. Not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time the common sense show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for my pillow for example they've got half off my pillow bed sheets more than half off their slippers their sandals their mattresses their topper covers women's lingerie now, they have extremely great products as you all know Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. How terrible was that? Unbelievable, people. We are being abused as citizenry from every direction possible. I no longer look at this and say it's people, and this is a lot of people in Congress. They don't give a crap about abusing you or serving you. They just want to go get what's theirs, do their little insider trading, vote for things that will make them money because of their insider trading abilities, and they just want to get richer than hell and last as long as they can. And then they and their spouse get free medical for life, free retirement. 
it's a great job if you can steal it. I mean, get it. So when I look at this, that's a lot of Congress. But the real leaders in this country hate you. And there's a division between abject criminality and ignoring the will of the public and people who have a disdain for the average person. BlackRock largely runs this country. Asset manager, 70% control GDP. That's not in dispute. And Larry Fink is always saying, if they don't like it, we'll just make them. That's his pat answer for everything. They don't like bugs? Well, we'll just make them eat them. They don't like 15-minute city restrictions? Well, we'll make them. They don't want some of the sustainable developmental goals from the UN that aren't even approved by Congress? We'll make them. He's repeatedly said this. Brute force Larry Fink, Mr. Control Freak. And that's what he is. And I can even psychologically trace his pathology back to when he was working in a bank in Boston. And he was the rising star, man, took off. He was got huge accounts. And then he lost $100 million in a bad deal. It just means he made a mistake. I don't hold that against him. But that turned him into a vengeful warrior to make a comeback. But he's a control freak. And there's a book out there um, called the... Um, I forget the name of it now. Corporate Oligarchs. It's written by uh, Samus Bruner. And he says, these people want total control of you. And I can trace Larry Fink's pathology to control because he got his butt kicked in that deal. And now he wants to have all the money and all the power. And I start to understand the psychology, and I hope you'll bear with me here. Don't leave because I've given you facts. Now I want to give you an interpretation uh, of someone who's worked in the mental health profession and taught in the field of psychology for decades. And what I want to say to you is this, is that the people that are exercising this kind of control to where you'll own nothing, but yeah, You'll rent everything if you get it at all. You'll be limited to one child. You'll be told the square footage, what the temperature of your room will be. No cars for you. I won't even be surprised if you're not assigned an apartment and told the job to go to like they did during Stalin. They want total freakish control. And as I looked at Larry Fink, I said, okay, I know enough about his background. He's an insecure person. And he gets his security from controlling you, so you can't be a threat to him. Diagnostically, we would clinically diagnose that as paranoia. But if you look at the history of Bill Gates, his background's really guarded. But what I've been able to find out is he was kind of the 98-pound weakling, get this, you know, the sand kicked in his face at the beach, if they even let him on the beach. But he was intelligent, and he applied himself and just said, I'll have power over you. And then we saw the movie about Zuckerberg. We look at Zuckerberg. He was motivated by insecurity as well. That movie didn't get into everything that I found out. 
and I'm not here to besmirch these people, but a lot of time they'll we engage in life and we have a shortcoming. We use the old Alfred Adler defense mechanism called overcompensation, where we have a perceived weakness in one area. We'll compensate for it by making up for it to the extreme in another area. And that describes these people. And they come from roots of severe psychological insecurity and instability. Who in their right mind buys up as much farmland as Bill Gates and then turns around and is controlling the meat processing labs, the artificial crap that they're going to try to force us to eat? Who in their right mind engages in a life mission to do something like that? No one who is secure has good self-esteem and positive relationships. <clears throat> and when you look at these people described in this new book by Bruner and what I know about them, I thought it's interesting how he packaged them. I wished I could have talked to him before he published the book. The book is fantastic. But I wish I could have talked to him. Because we should have looked at the psychological profile of what these people have in common. Jeff Bezos is engaged in some things that aren't, aren't appropriate for me to talk about here because of the um, heinous nature of the acts involving tweets. I'll just leave it at that. You may know what it is because he did get some notoriety for it. Um, a man that has to behave in that manner is not secure in his manhood. And I keep going down the list of these people, and I can't find anyone who's confident within themselves, has a history of success, had a successful childhood, positive peer relationships in high school, thought of by well by coaches and by teachers. I'm not finding that in these people. At some point in time, I've actually thought about this today when I was talking to a colleague of mine, um, former uh, fellow basketball coach. We used to coach against each other in college. And I told him, I said, you know what I'm finding here in this? Because he'd read the Bruner book too. He got it. And I said, these guys just aren't psychologically healthy. They view the world from a position of insecurity and they want to be absolute control freaks. That way you can never pose a threat to them. This is why they're destroying small business. What, what's the threat that they would face? that a small business would hit it big and explode on the scene and provide competition. So now they've manipulated the market, and this is something I'm going to be looking at over the next few weeks, but the pattern's already there. One of the patterns I'm seeing is this. And in fact, uh, who is it? Lena, uh, I probably got her name wrong, Petrova. I, I really respect her work. She's right on the money, very fact-based, and she's got the experience behind her too. She used to be an auditor, so she knows what she's talking about. And she was talking about how they're undermining midsize and small banks, and the big five are basically okay, although they're going through layoffs, but they're not as bad as the other banks. And who services the banks of mid-range and small banks? Small business. So isn't that interesting? And 80% of the loans that go to small businesses come out of these banks that are in trouble. 80 are in trouble right now. And I believe it's deliberate. And if you look at the manipulation of market forces and interest rates and, and, and how they're handling the bonds or not handling the bonds, 
when you look at this, this is abuse of the middle class. And if you think I might be jumping to a conclusion not backed by the facts, let me take you back in history a few years. We've got COVID. 15 days to flatten the curve. Okay. Okay, now we're going to let some stores reopen because we know you need to shop. You need food and maybe some medical supplies, over-the-counter stuff. Okay, so we're going to let you do that. So we're going to require you to wear a mask, socially distance. Okay, all right. The public went along with that. But we're only going to let the box stores do it. Who made record profits? Small businesses who could have enforced mask mandates. I mean, when everything reopened and they were still having the mask mandates and the social distancing, weren't the small businesses primarily doing that too? I remember walking into a music store. My son wanted to buy something for his one of his guitars and, you know, got to have your mask on. Wasn't a big business, wasn't a box store. So these small businesses could have enforced the same exact rules that the box stores were enforcing. So 58% of small businesses went out of business over these practices. Do you see maybe how I'm connecting dots now? How they're deliberately taking down small business so their empire is not threatened by undue competition that they can control? It's exactly what this is about. We're being ruled by corporate oligarchs who are not psychologically healthy. And this is my professional opinion as a trained professional who has been licensed. So I know of what I speak. And I see very similar personality traits in all of these people. And it dates back to even to older generations. If you look at John Rockefeller's background, okay, the original John Rockefeller, raised by an abusive parent psychologically insecure. Carnegie, same kind of background. None of these people who rose to these heights where they wanted to dominate everybody are psychologically healthy. A psychologically healthy person is successful, but they also help the people around them be successful. A rising tide lifts all boats. And I will tell you this, despite the character flaws that have been well identified by the Democrats, Donald Trump is a boat on a tide that's lifting other boats. He did that when he was president. So I don't give a damn what the Democrats or the Uniparty say about him. He's the last president since Ronald Reagan that really raised the fortunes of people. I'll give you some stats to support that. When you take black people, Hispanics, women, they had the lowest unemployment rate under Trump in history. And they also had the greatest wage increases in history. Those three groups. Oh, there's your diversity, equity, and inclusion. And it's not coincidental. You know, the rising tide of small business entrepreneurship uh, is now being starting to be dominated by women and by Hispanics. Trump really boosted that. And isn't it interesting that so many Hispanics have opened their eyes and said, well, we've always traditionally kind of voted Democrat here, but this is a guy who 
really has helped my fortunes. I think I need to vote for him. I don't give a crap what his party is. He's helping my family's, my business's bottom line. So we're, we're seeing a shift, and these people absolutely are freaking out. And, and we've seen a rising tide, too, of female Hispanic Congress people who are like, they're doing a hell of a job. I mean, honestly. And um, I just, I look at this, ladies and gentlemen, and I have hope in one arena. But they are absolutely trying to crush us, and they want the Internet, and that's the supreme abuse. They want the Internet at all costs because they know we're figuring it out. Now, I don't think many people, and and I actually could go real detailed. I might want to walk in here one night, and I'll have DSM-5R, okay? Diagnostic Statistical Manual has well, it's about a thousand pages of all the mental illnesses, and they'll typically list anywhere between five and ten traits, and you have to have a certain percentage of the traits to, to qualify for the diagnosis. Um, like in depression, it used to be six out of nine in DSM 4R when I practiced, and I'll come in here and I'll do a diagnostic model of these people based on behaviors that have been made public. But what I'm telling you is I already know what they are. They're insecure people that had self-perceived inferior backgrounds where they weren't accepted, they weren't liked, and the way that they overcame it was to exercise power over others, and money is a way to control people. And they have all the money they need, but their control freakishness has not subsided. Once you have all the money, the next thing is to have all the power. And this is the mentality we're dealing with. We're not dealing with normal, psychologically well-balanced people. Go do your job. Come home. Be present for your family. Have your interests. Have your friends, your activities. It's not who we are. They're morning, noon, and night. How can I enhance my position? And I enhance my position over controlling you. You'll eat bugs. You know damn sure they won't. You won't drive a car. You know damn sure they will. We have Al Gore, who's one of these people too. He jet sets around the world and tells us not to drive our cars. I hope that you'll share this because I would like some support from fellow present or former mental health practitioners who would actually take an active interest in what I'm talking about. Because it won't be one study that I would do that would validate. Probably have to be qualitative anyway in nature and not so much statistical. Um, But I would like to see other mental health professionals do what I'm doing. Because then if we could get the public to see who's really running the show. I mean, I'll give you an example in politics of someone who's just totally despicable in terms of her lack of empathy for other people, her lack of sense of fair play, and it's Nancy Pelosi. You, you see nothing in her that engenders a trait of empathy. I feel bad because of what happened to you. Not sympathy, but I can understand how you feel. And see, that should be the primary trait of someone that we elect. Do they have empathy? And we don't see that. 
We don't see that. Someone from my area has written in. Thank you. I, I love the comment here. Spiritual Rambo. Oh, I love that name. That's pretty cool. KFYI Radio is better than KTR. It was when they had better people on there. When they had Barry and some others. Uh, their ratings have gone to hell. And their little morning crusader is a fraud. He would not support Carrie Lake. Oh, you know who I'm talking about. Um, she was raised in the mafia. Hate to tell you, Jennifer, you're correct. <laughs> I don't care about that, though. You know, the sins of the father don't sink the son. Okay? And you can be, you can have the most horrible family, and you could be the shining light. But, yeah, a lot of times, too, when you roll and poop, you start to stink. I think you have to take that approach, too. Um, Sharon Davis is saying um, Arizona has always been a corrupt state newspaper uh, who killed Don Bowles. You know, I'm glad you brought that up. Let me tell that story very quickly. Don Bowles was looking at a group, and their second generation of that group were the ones that were trying to steal my property and that of 300 of my neighbors. And they had this group called the Phoenix 40, and they were totally corrupt and insider trading. They know where a road was going to be built. They'd buy up real estate in advance, and they made all kinds of phony real estate deals. Oh, it was bad. And Don Bowles was on to it, and he went into the court, uh, the county recorder's office one day, and he was pulling files, and he came out, his car blew up. Even 60 Minutes covered it. Um, and one of the graduate programs I was in actually had Don's um, um, brother as, as one of my professors. And we had a couple of good discussions. It was very, very, very tragic event. Arizona is horribly corrupt. It's run by the Chinese and the cartels. And I would recommend uh, you get the book, The Report to the Governor, written by John Thaler, T-H-A-L-E-R. I've interviewed him for two hours on my radio show. Uh, and John has 120,000 pages of documents and 20,000 affidavits that support his allegations of criminality. He didn't tell me, and I told John this before I interviewed him. I said, John, I'm not going to be surprised by anything you say. You'll fill in details of what I already know to be true generally. Because I made these discoveries when I was fighting against the state of Arizona and John McCain to save my property. Uh, I found out just how corrupt we were. And that's really why I'm here. Um, had I just fought a property rights battle and won, I'd have kept doing what I was doing. I was coaching college basketball and teaching. And, uh, and I had stopped doing therapy. But I, had, uh, I was still doing those two things. And eventually I walk away from both of those things to do this. And, you know, I did enough public appearances. I eventually got offered a position to have a radio show. The late Pete Peterson in Wickenburg, Arizona, put me on KBSC, which is no longer in existence. Pete left and later passed away. That station went to hell in a handbasket, but I was able to jump to other opportunities. That's how I got my start. Um, I just discovered just how dirty Arizona was, but it wasn't just Arizona. It's your state, too. Uh, John told me, John Thaler told me that these behaviors he uncovered in Arizona, he's found them in 26 other states. Probably all 50. But here's the message for tonight. 
We're being abused on multiple fronts by our government. And the people who are really controlling the government, it's like the Santos character, you know, taking all these bribes and so forth. Congress is making example out of him. Then what they're trying to say is, hey, look, we're for honesty and justice. We're going to get rid of this guy. They're all the same. Almost all of them. 95% of them are the same. Oh, Pauline Luna? No, she's not the same. Matt Gates is not the same. Marjorie Taylor Greene is not the same. Jim Jordan is not the same. I had hopes for our Speaker of the House, but he gave in to the Democrats on the budget deal to keep the government open. I have my questions on him now. But here's what I was starting to say. We are dominated by a government that doesn't give a crap about you. The politicians largely have no empathy. They're self-serving. They have the highest incidence of antisocial personality disorder, which is the old sociopath-psychopath combination. They do. They and CEOs have the highest. And they're really good patterns, aren't they? CEO of BlackRock, members of Congress. Hmm. Birds of a feather flock together. And we are ruled by people who are psychologically damaged. And I'm seeing more and more evidence of it every day. Is Trump psychologically damaged? They say he is. I think he's got narcissistic tendencies. I don't know if he's a full-blown narcissist. I'd have to interview him and ask him some questions. But yeah, he's on the self-righteous. But I will tell you this. Sometimes traits of narcissism serve people well when they're dealing against horrible evil. You have to be laser-focused. You have to be centralized in your uh, approach to solving problems. You have to block out the buttholes that are trying to dissuade you. And I think his personality is the right personality for this time. But I want you to hear what I'm going to say. Ain't no way in hell they're going to let Donald Trump be president. And I don't want to say that. I don't want to believe it. And I would just say this right now, they're using the legal mechanism to go after him for BS. How many of you out there said, I don't trust the elections for A, B and C reasons? Probably most of you, right? And if you were in a position of power where you got screwed and you were saying, we're going to investigate this. Okay, you would do that, too. That's all he did. A lot of people don't feel he went strongly enough on this. They feel that on election night, when he knew something was up in the swing states, when the votes started to change dramatically, he should have called the National Guard and seized the votes and had an accounting done in public. I wasn't smart enough to think of that. That was actually suggested to me by political people that I was interviewing. I thought, wow, that's an interesting. Could he have gotten away with it? I don't know. I've never determined the legality of the, Excuse me. I don't know if you could have done that. But I will say this, um, John Kennedy came in and he took on the Rockefellers and that really was his big enemy. No Vietnam. So therefore Chrysler Corporation, they got 90% of all U.S. defense contracts. They subcontracted out during the war. Been no war. Mm -mm. Bill Helicopter, also owned by the Rockefellers. Um, Kennedy introduced, what, $4 billion of silver certificates. Can't have connections with the, uh, let's put it this way, disconnections with the Federal Reserve. And who is the head of the Federal Reserve Bank of New York? Oh, 
that would have been David Rockefeller. I could go on and on. I, I'll, I'll give you one more. The oil depletion allowance, which is really an unfair tax break for the oil companies that you don't get in any other business. And who was the major oil magnet of that time in 1963? David Rockefeller and Standard Oil and their conglomerates. What happened to John Kennedy? They were actually going to go after him, too. He had a, an affair with uh, Ingrid Arvid during World War II, so it got him transferred to the Pacific. He did, probably didn't know she was part of the Nazi inner circle publicist. And Edgar Hoover, Edgar Hoover found out about it, told his dad. His dad says, no, no, you're not doing this. They transferred him, so they would end the relationship, and he just got on the train on the weekend and would go and see her, and they said, okay, off the Pacific with you. And then he had an affair with an East German official. And I'm convinced he didn't know she was East German. And they were going to use that against him. And there was actually a debate. Which way do we go? They thought about doing the legal stuff to Kennedy that was done to Trump. Oh, we're coming up on the anniversary of um, the 60th uh, year of uh, Kennedy's assassination. I will not be doing anything here on YouTube. They won't permit it. But I probably will do something on my other venues. I can't let this go by. My first real foray into any type of public presentation didn't come on radio. Um, I got involved with you know, Jim Mars, the late Jim Mars, and some other people that were Kennedy assassination enthusiasts and researchers. And I started to do my own research, and I found a few things, and um, I got some acceptability and then all of a sudden I started getting invitations to speak here or there. I'd be interviewed. Um, and that happened in the nineties and that, the interest in the Kennedy assassination were all time high in 1992, the year after Oliver Stone's great movie, JFK came out and, um, I was, you know, on the lecture circuit, I was in the shadow of Jim Mars and that's a good shadow to be in. He and I became very good friends and I got to tell you. There are so many similarities between right now and 1963. It's scary. But the problem is for these people, if you heard it was a lone net assassin that had a diary, <laughs> how many times is that going to work? Well, it worked with Martin Luther King. It worked with Bobby Kennedy. It worked with JFK. Same M.O. Oh, I'm sure they're totally unrelated. No, no conspiracy here. But I think if something like that were to happen again, it would have to be something entirely different. Doug Thornton and I've covered that on our TV show. What would be different? But you need to understand we live in serious times and these people are serious about having their way. And they don't care about your survival. They care very little about your standard of living. In fact, I'll conclude with this. They won't be happy until they control everything you eat, every word you can speak, where you live. And I'm sure a lot of you see it. Now, I've got a mission for you. Feel like mission impossible. Dum, 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 dum. Here's your mission. I hope you'll accept it. You need to take this video and play it for as many people as possible. Because here's what will happen with the people who are kind of like, hey, I'm on the fence. I don't know about all this. I know things are wrong, but 
You know, I've been told, don't believe conspiracies. They can't possibly be true. And then as they start going through their week, they see things. And the words that you expose them to start ringing in their ear. This is how we change views. You don't change it with a speech. You don't change it with nagging and badgering. Or what's wrong with you? How can you not see this? That doesn't change people. It makes them resistant. What changes them is give them the facts. Don't worry about their reaction. Walk away. And pretty soon they'll call you up and you know, I don't know if I believe everything you told me, but boy, I really see it in this one area. And that's the door that opens the house into the house of the new world order. And once someone comes in through the window, the chimney, the door, the garage, it doesn't matter. When they get into that house with one issue, then they begin to see everything. And that has to be the mentality uh, that we need to adopt. Okay, no pressure. You ought to listen to this. And over time, you're going to come to realize how true a lot of these things are. And I think this is the right group to deal with. I've been actually bragging about this audience to some of my colleagues. I said, you need to come on here and you need to see the comments on here. They are awesome. This is not your normal audience. True. Trust me. It's not. I had a good friend the other day say, I think I want Nikki Haley to be president. I was actually drinking a glass of water and I almost spit it out through my nose. And the guy's bright. He's very intelligent. And he's a nice guy. And I just kind of, yeah, this is not the time to have the talk. Anyway, thank you for coming here tonight. Appreciate you guys very, very much. And I sincerely hope that you will share this. And um, we'll come back and do it again. I'm probably going to do something mid-afternoon tomorrow because I have a commitment tomorrow night. Um, <laughs> although what a great comment here. There's a couple of comments I want to give credit to. Um, the attitude is demonic. Yes, these people are demonic. They've sold out to the dark side whether they realize it or not. Um, I'm sorry if you got an ad, Annie. I don't have anything to do with that. The ad I gave you right here about the fighter flare flashlight. All right. Well, that was, okay. That was my ad. What you're seeing here, people is what, uh, YouTube is doing. It's their site. They can do it if they want to do it. Sorry about the, uh, yeah, the mystery of Babylon is heard from the Red Sea which is in the Middle East. Thank you for saying that, because I'm not convinced that we're New Babylon. I'm really not. Um, America's Egypt, King of the South. Oh, what great debates we could have on this some night. This is good stuff. Yes, we are giving, uh, Stuart is right. He said we're giving Iran another $10 billion. You know where I'd like to see that $10 billion go? How about cancer research? So we don't have to lose our moms when they're in middle age. How about that? How about spending on people, helping people? That is totally absent in this government. And see, this is, I know John Kennedy had his flaws, but he was a person who honestly wanted to lift America he truly cared about the people. He took a civil rights stand 
for black people when it was unpopular to do it, especially with Southern Democrats who he needed their support. He didn't care. James Meredith is going to college. This is what I love about um, John Kennedy. And Bobby was right there with him. Unfortunately, the New World Order, this country got its real start when we created the NSA and the CIA in the same year. It was already there. I mean, you had the League of Nations was an attempt, and then the Council on Foreign Relations founded by Rockefeller and all that nonsense. But we really didn't come to having New World Order influences in a big, big way until after World War II. And they culminated in the uh, Eisenhower administration. He lost control of his administration. He said, beware of the military-industrial complex. Well, that's what he's talking about. The deep state wrecked him, and Richard Nixon was their boy. And they couldn't believe him. Richard Nixon didn't win. (laughs) And you know what got John Kennedy elected? Voter fraud arranged by his criminal dad in Cook County, Chicago. How ironic is that? Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us. I will see you back here again sometime mid-afternoon. I'll put an announcement out in the morning when I have the schedule set for the day. And I'm probably going to do one more report tonight. There's a couple of issues brewing I want to talk about. But the message is this. We're being abused. It's not going to get better. These people are psychologically ill. And we need to take steps to remove the people controlling our government. Our government is fine. Our structure of government is good. And we have a few good people in it. But we need to get rid of the bums who are abusing those rules. See you back here next time. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here. And we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com. And what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground. And you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold. Not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.